Hey listeners, I recently launched an ad-free Serial Napper feed so that you can enjoy the podcast without interruptions. Elevate your Serial Napper listening experience by joining my Patreon community and get yourself an ad-free feed on Spotify. For just $2 a month, you can become a member today and unlock ad-free episodes while still supporting the podcast. It's super easy. Just visit Serial Napper on your Spotify app and click the button at the top that says exclusive episodes for subscribers. Don't use Spotify for your listening? No problem. Just visit patreon.com slash Serial Napper to get your episodes ad-free and enjoy uninterrupted storytelling while you get your naps in. Mother's Day is almost here. Have you found that truly special sentimental gift for your mom yet? Don't worry, I got you. MyLifeInABook.com is a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Here's how it works. Every week, MyLifeInABook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions that you want to ask. And then she can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature And MyLifeInABook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges that she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and your children can treasure forever. Your mom has given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I loved this idea so much that I've started my own My Life in a Book for my children to have. The thought of my son and daughter being able to learn about my life story as they grow into their own adulthood is truly special. It's been an enjoyable journey of self-reflection for me too, with questions like, which one event made the greatest impact on your life? It's brought back memories I didn't even know I had. I love it, and I know your mother will too. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code SERIALNAPPER at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code SERIALNAPPER for 10% off today. Hey everyone, my name is Nikki Young and this is Serial Napper, an international true crime podcast. I'm back with another true crime case to lull you to sleep or perhaps give you nightmares. The case I'm talking about in this week's episode is so egregious that it will absolutely infuriate you. And the fact that no one is really talking about it makes it all that much worse. 29-year-old Alexa Negron, also known as Nuniza Luciano Ruiz, was a trans woman living on the streets of Puerto Rico. She was homeless and her family had pretty much abandoned her because they didn't accept her for who she was. And this is something that I know happens all too often, but I cannot fathom ever disowning my child for just being who they really feel they are at their core. And apparently, this is not uncommon in Puerto Rico. In fact, according to USA Today, Puerto Rico has the highest transgender murder rate in all of the U.S. 
In Puerto Rico, transgender people are often the targets of harassment and violent attacks from locals, and there is an issue within the police force for not actually taking action on those who commit crimes against transgendered people or the LGBTQ community. I will give you a heads up that the story I am telling you tonight is full of transphobia and injustices due to, in my opinion, blatant disregard for this woman's life. Alexa Negron was a human being, and although she was transgendered and homeless, she was a person. She was also quite known in the community of Fajardo in northern Puerto Rico because, of course, she stood out. But many people over the years took an interest in her and would chat with her. Those who engaged her in conversation described her as humble and noble. All of this, despite having to go through really difficult struggles in her life, from coming to terms with and accepting who she really was, to being completely disowned by her family, the very family who were supposed to love and care for her, to having to make her way on the streets all alone. It was also suspected by neighbors who lived nearby when she was growing up that Alexa was being abused at her home by her parents. And it's crazy to me, because even after all of the events that took place, her relatives and even her parents have provided very little to no information about her or her life. So we only know bits and pieces about Alexa. And those stories come from people who she crossed paths with during her homelessness, while she was in a state of struggle. In one video that has circulated around the internet, a man by the name of Nandi Torres, who is a counselor who helps addicts and people who are living on the streets, is seen approaching Alexa. She is sleeping on a park bench, as she usually did. The video is, of course, in Spanish, so I won't play it for you here, but he walks up to her, and at first, Alexa seems reluctant to speak. She seems to be quite shy and weary of strangers, which is completely understandable. But Nandi offers her some food to eat and they have a chat where Alexa confides in him that she was suffering with depression, particularly due to the fact that her family had abandoned her. Although she was a nomad, traveling between the various towns and cities to find whatever respite she could, she had recently been staying for the last little while in Fajardo, where she would be seen walking the streets, typically wearing a towel on her head to protect herself from the sun and the heat. For this reason, and many others, she really stood out and people would often talk about her on social media. And the majority of what was posted was downright disgusting. People would take her photos and post them to their local Facebook groups, calling her a man in a skirt and warning people to stay away from her because she could be mentally ill and possibly dangerous, which was far from the truth. Things would really come to a head on February 24th, 2020, when someone at a McDonald's restaurant saw Alexa in the women's washroom and called the police. Not only were they claiming that a man was using the women's washroom, but they said that Alexa was seen putting a mirror under the bathroom stall to peep on people. Of course, there was absolutely no proof that this was true, and once the police arrived on scene, this witness, this person who apparently saw all of this happen, didn't want to press charges, 
which kind of makes me wonder if they really saw anything at all. Those who knew Alexa say that it's true that she would often carry a small mirror with her, but she used it for protection. She would use it to keep an eye on people behind her or around her for her own safety, particularly because of all the harassment she had been receiving. She was legitimately fearful for her own life, and it's clear now that she had every reason to feel that way. The incident at the McDonald's happened around 5 p.m. that evening. The restaurant was quite busy because it was dinner time, and of course, people are going to be curious about anything involving the police. So, there were a lot of witnesses. Someone snapped a few photos of the police officer speaking with Alexa and posted the photos online, calling her a pervert and a pedophile. Of course, this post spread like wildfire, and people began to say the most terrible things about Alexa, like that parents should be careful to keep their kids away from her. One comment on the post said, Crazy guy dressed as a woman. Be careful and watch out. Some of the comments went as far as to say that Alexa should be killed. Those who saw the post that was circulating and actually knew Alexa tried to defend her, saying that she was simply using the bathroom of the gender that she identifies with. That is a transgendered woman, not a man in a skirt and that she was simply homeless at the moment, but not a danger to others. And they said she only ever carried a mirror with her so that she could look behind her and keep herself safe from attackers. She was not a peeping Tom. Now, it was actually her birthday, that fateful day and that fateful evening, and she was all alone with no one to wish her a happy birthday and no one to share it with. Within just eight hours of that post going up on social media, Alexa would be attacked, and the attack would be filmed on a cell phone camera and posted to social media. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, I'll show you a clip now. If you're listening to the podcast, you'll get to hear the audio, and I'll have the actual video posted over on my Facebook group. Although it's in Spanish, what you hear is someone say, look, it's the crazy woman, the crazy man. Hey, give me that ass. And then at the end, you hear the pop, pop, pop sound. And that's allegedly the sound of a paint gun. I say allegedly because Alexa's body would be found a few hours later at around 3.50 a.m. the next morning on the side of the road, shot multiple times with real bullets. 12 9mm bullet casings were found at the scene beside her body. The body was immediately suspected to be Alexa's, as she was well known in the community, and her mother would confirm her identity. (laughs) 
My family is getting ready to make a big move across the ocean to a place where English isn't the spoken language. This isn't my first rodeo, so I'm making sure I'm fully prepared by learning the language ahead of time. Sure, I know I can use an app once I get there, but you'd be shocked by how much gets lost in translation. I want to talk like a local, which is why I'm excited to use Rosetta Stone, the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn and has been a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, and more. Rosetta Stone helps you to think in the language you're learning using an intuitive process that's designed for long-term retention. Their built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation so that you're easily understood by native speakers. They have convenient desktop and app options, so you can learn on the go, and they offer a lifetime membership that includes all 25 languages at an incredible value. And now you can save even more with 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Serial Napper listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. Sunnier, warmer days are almost here. Why not get a head start on looking and feeling your best this summer by trying something new like Factors No Prep, No Mess meals that are ready to eat in just two minutes. Get a helping hand to meet your wellness goals with Factors chef-crafted meals that include different nutritional options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Healthy meal planning has never looked so good with Factors Fresh, never-frozen meals that are also dietitian approved No matter how busy you are, Factor can help kickstart and maintain a new healthy routine by making it easy to enjoy nutritious meals on the go. Plus, you'll never get bored eating the same thing every day because they offer 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. We're talking restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon because eating healthy doesn't have to be boring. Personally, I love not having to overthink what I'm going to eat every single day because that's half the battle, and I don't have to bother with shopping, prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. But the best part is, these meals are delicious with ingredients you can trust. Crush your wellness goals this May. Head to factormeals.com slash napper50 and use code napper50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code napper50 at factormeals.com slash napper50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. When word of Alexa's murder hit the news, police misgendered her as a man, making things even worse in my opinion. The idiots who harassed and assaulted Alexa, all while filming it, would turn out to be three young men. 
Anthony Steven Lopez Ruiz, Jordanae Rafael Laboy Garcia, and Christian Yamari Rivera Otera. And I'm so sorry if I'm mispronouncing those names, but of course, I don't know any Spanish coming from Canada. After committing the act, they were so brazen to post it on social media for everyone to see. Of course, they would make attempts to delete it later, but the internet lives forever. The young men were very quickly identified and picked up by the police in connection with Alexa's murder. According to them, they were driving around that evening when they spotted Alexa on the side of the road. They immediately recognized her as the person in the photos that had been going around on social media. They decided to drive home, get their paintball guns, and then drive back to where Alexa had been seen hanging out. They verbally harassed her, as you hear in the video, before firing paintballs at her and then driving away. The men maintained that they only shot her with the paintball guns, that they didn't have a real gun with them, and when they drove away, Alexa was still alive. What a strange coincidence that they would have a video of themselves shooting this woman with paintball guns and she would turn up dead around the same location after being shot later with a real gun. Literally, just a few hours later. Initially, police didn't believe that they were telling the whole story. In the video, it does sound to me, in my opinion, like they are using a paintball gun. So police thought that maybe after using the paintball guns, they drove home, came back with real guns and then murdered her, or maybe that they knew the person who actually did murder her. Maybe they gave someone else her location and that person came and actually killed her. Unfortunately, beyond that video that doesn't actually show the weapon used, police did not have enough evidence to arrest the three for Alexa's murder. Instead, they were charged with a hate crime from assaulting Alexa because she was transgendered. Additionally, two of them were charged with obstruction of justice for allegedly deleting evidence of the attack from their cell phones. And so, Alexa's murder remains unsolved, and the FBI is offering a reward of up to $25,000 for any information leading to the indictment and arrest of the individuals responsible for her murder. Now, it's unclear at this point whether or not police are still digging into those three individuals who confirmed physically assaulted her just before her death or if they're focusing their efforts elsewhere but whoever did this to her needs to be brought to justice alexa was a human being and she was dehumanized even in her death with the various police organizations and the local media continuing to misgender her even in the official police documentation she was consistently labeled as a male Alexa's murder is not an isolated incident either. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, Puerto Rico has the highest transgender murder rate in the nation of the U.S., although it's an issue that continues to plague the world. Alexa is believed to be the first of six trans women who were violently killed in Puerto Rico in 2020. And just last year, the human rights campaign recorded at least 44 violent deaths of transgender people in the U.S. And nearly all of them were transgender women of color, marking the most violent year on record for the trans community since the organization began tracking these crimes in 2013. 
I think Puerto Rican LGBTQ activist Pedro Serrano said it best. They falsely accused her, persecuted her, hunted her, insulted her with transphobic epithets and killed her. There are three suspects arrested, but there are more who contributed to her murder. Those who shared the lie on social media and fundamentalist leaders who foment a climate of violence with their hateful rhetoric towards trans people. Alexa was homeless when she was killed. She was disowned by her family, living on the streets, struggling with depression, and just trying to survive in a cruel world. As a result of her death, the family that so cruelly turned their backs on her, while they were legally required to claim her body, and while much of the community at whole wanted a public memorial and a celebration of her life, her parents opted to cremate her without a funeral service. A tragic death with a tragic lack of honor for who she was. But that doesn't mean we forget. We need to continue the public outcry. Mourners took matters into their own hands and they erected an altar honoring Alexa near the street corner where she was murdered. They had their own ceremony of remembrance with around 100 people gathering to tell stories of who Alexa was and their interactions with her, as well as to share their heartbreak for what happened to her and the transphobia that continued within their community. And there have been some bigger, more prominent voices that have been making waves with Alexa's story. Shortly after her murder, a Puerto Rican rapper named Bad Bunny appeared on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, wearing a white t-shirt with the words, They killed Alexa, not a man in a skirt, written in Spanish. U.S. Senator Elizabeth Warren has also commented on Alexa's murder, saying on Twitter, We must use every tool we have to end it and protect trans women of color. You can also find many others who have spoken out on Twitter using the hashtag Sulamaba Alexa, which translates to her name was Alexa, of course, in reference to the fact that she has been called things like a man in a skirt. Again, this is an unsolved murder case, and many wonder if the police are really doing anything to actually solve the crime and bring the killer or killers to justice. There hasn't been a whole lot of information released in the last two years since she was killed. Whether they have any other suspects, whether they're looking at the men who were convicted of the hate crime, or what. So again, I will say this. Let's get the word out about this tragic murder and this senseless loss of life. Alexa deserves better. If you have any information regarding the murder of Alexa, please contact the FBI's San Juan Field Office at 787-987-6500. You can also contact your local FBI office, the nearest American embassy or consulate, or you can submit a tip online at tips.fbi.gov. That's it for me tonight. If you want to reach out, you can find me on Facebook at Serial Napper. You can also search for me on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Check me out on Twitter at Serial underscore Napper or I'm on YouTube and I'd love if you can give me a thumbs up, a like, or subscribe. If you'd like more ad-free exclusive content as well as supplemental documents and details on all of the cases that I cover, make sure you join my Patreon page at patreon.com slash serialnapper. 
For as little as $2 a month, you get access to everything I post there. And I also post two additional Patreon-only episodes each and every month. So go check it out. Until next time, stay safe, stay kind, especially in the comments. Bye. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. I'm Dean, I'm the dad. I'm Laura, I'm the mom. And I'm Crystalyn, I'm the daughter. And together we are... Family Plot! The Family Plot Podcast, a show where we discuss history, folklore, true crime, and the paranormal. Minus all the oogie bits. We are PG-13. I'm almost 15 now. Don't ruin the commercial. Do catch us looking into special topics like the origins of fairy tales, Sherlock Holmes, and the trial of Dr. Hyde and Mr. Swope. Find out who Dad Man Crush is. Or what happens in Krista's corner. But behave you two. So come be a part of the fam. Available on Google, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Family Plot Podcast. Bye!